Welcome to my Inside Edge podcast. On this episode, Bridget shares her testimony of how God was with her the entire way through her journey with breast cancer. Where does a person even begin? I found a lump in my breast while performing a self-breast exam in June of 2017. I called my primary care provider and was sent for a mammogram the following day, followed by an ultrasound. Both of those came back questionable, so off I went for a biopsy. I was diagnosed with breast cancer on July 11, 2017. It took 11 days for my biopsy results to come back. Lots of time for Satan to get inside my head, and he did. To date, the worst words that have been spoken to me are, Bridget, it's cancer. Not words any 38-year-old mom to five- and seven-year-old little girls ever wants to hear. I was scared. How was I ever going to do this, and what will happen to my family? I was even scared to be alone, because Satan got a hold of me and he wouldn't let go. He got inside my head in a bad way. How will I ever explain this to my little girls? That was only the beginning of a long journey of trying to fight him off. I was able to get into one provider shortly after I got the news. However, it was not the one that my primary care doctor had wanted me to see, but we took the appointment anyways. I was all for the plan they were suggesting, but my husband and family wanted me to wait to get another opinion. I wanted to go ahead with that plan because Satan was telling me that the cancer was growing and it was getting worse. I received a call from Piper Breast Center, the one that was my primary care doctor had wanted me to go to, and it was highly recommended. They wanted me to go for an MRI to see exactly what the beast looked like and what we were dealing with. The surgeon and oncologist were both on vacation, seriously, at this time, but wanted to move forward with the MRI in the meantime. After the MRI, I got the results. It was grade 3 triple negative breast cancer, which is a very aggressive, fast-growing cancer with a nasty reputation. Three weeks passed before we could actually get into an appointment with the surgeon and oncologist. Don't Google anything is what they told me. I wish I hadn't, but I had to know what was going to happen. Dr. Google is not your friend and basically told me that it was the end. I was finally seen by the surgeon at Piper Breast Center, and her her plan was totally different than the first one that we had been given. But we felt good about this treatment plan and comfortable with the team. Well, as good as anyone can feel about that kind of stuff. I mean, let's be real. Not a place anyone wants to have to feel comfortable, but it is what it is, so chemo was set to begin in a couple weeks. The night before chemo started, my husband shaved my head with my family watching. I was not going to let cancer take my hair, and it didn't. We did. It did wreak havoc on my brain and memory. Chemo brain is real. My chemo treatments were scheduled early Monday mornings. So my girls would stay at my parents' house overnight on Sundays. My husband, DJ, would come with me to my treatments. And they were about four to five hours of chemo. Then he would drop me off at my parents so I could rest, and he would go back to work. We owned a company, and he needed to be there. And for- unfortunately, the rest of our lives did not stop. The show had to go on. I've always said that God works in mysterious ways, and this has come... True, so many times during this journey. I can stand back and see where his hands were. Through all of it, I never questioned, why me? 
I always said there's got to be a reason for this. And I'll be honest, I did question why I had to lose my eyelashes. I felt like I really looked sick without eyelashes, like the bald head wasn't a dead giveaway. But those lashes, I may have a slight eyelash envy still to this day. The treatments consisted of 20 weeks of chemo, followed by surgery and six and a half weeks of radiation daily. That's like nine months. And after all that was over, that's when it got hard. Everyone thinks she made it through and that life goes back to normal, but what's normal? I'll never tell anyone the treatments were easy. They were hard, very hard. However, what came after was even harder, but in a different way. No one tells you that you're actually going to miss seeing your doctors daily or weekly. Sounds kind of odd, but it's comforting knowing that you get to see them and they're following you that closely. No one tells you that your girls will worry every time you have a follow-up appointment, even still to this day. So that's when it was hard, the after. This is when I was left trying to dissect who I was and who God wanted me to be and called me to be. It wasn't easy, especially when all you really wanted was normal. It's in the after that you're left dealing with all the emotions. How did it affect my kids, my husband, and my family? I was left trying to find the new me, because there was no normal. Throughout the whole journey, I've stayed humbly on my knees, and that's where you'll still find me. I could not have made it through any of this without my family or God. No matter what, God is always there for you. Even when you don't see it, he's working. I know this may sound crazy to some people, and that's okay, because no one else needs to believe it, because it's my story. I believe the day I, that day I was handed a gift. It was time to start thinking about what was important. I needed to start loving myself for who I was. My life has changed for the better. It's not been easy, but it's been worth it. I would never want to go back to the before. No matter what, God never leaves you. He never said that there wouldn't be trouble or tough times. He says he'll never leave you or forsake you. It may look different than you thought, and you might think, God, where are you when you're going through the tough times? But he's there, and his plan is far better than we could ever imagine. No matter what, he's working all things out for our good. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for those of us who love God and are called according to his purpose for him. Just keep getting up every day and thanking God for all that he's done. Because you might not see it when you're going through it, but one day you will. And I know for certain I can look back and see the evidence of his presence, and it amazes, amazes me still to today. I can look back and see how he was moving and making a way. For instance, my parents moved up here to be closer to us, probably four years before I was diagnosed. Um, and we had planned to pull our kids from home to homeschool from public school, so we were going to homeschool them. And we were going to wait till August of the next school year, but we pulled them in March. And if we hadn't pulled them, I would have never started homeschooling. And my, my parents took, my mom basically took that over because chemo brain is real. And we waited those extra weeks in the beginning of my diagnosis to get a second opinion. Weeks that Satan tortured and, tortured and wrestled with me. It wasn't easy. And you'll never hear me say that it was easy. However, we made it. And even though the after has been so hard, it has changed me for the better. I have learned to trust God and his plan. I have learned that I am worthy. 
Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. Keep your eyes fixed on him, and he'll lead the way. God's got a plan. Trust him. I'm still seen by my oncologist and surgeon every six months for rotating MRIs and mammograms, and I'm happy to say that I'm three years free this year. I hope this message finds you on your journey to discovering yourself. And don't forget to click subscribe to stay up to date on all the happenings on the Inside Edge. And visit us online at myinsideedge.org. Once again, welcome to the Inside Edge.